0: what's going on everybody it's your boy cam i'm your host for the show everything is we i'm sitting here with my lovely wife victoria logan who is also your host we're just so excited and espresso elated (laughs) to be before you on tonight we gathered here for such a wonderful and auspicious occasion we're back, season two, kicking it off with some transparent realness.
1: Transparent realness.
0: Is that transparent realness. First, honey, honey, is there anything that you'd like to say? Is it any any welcome, any salutations and greetings? That you usually
1: like do, to do a good job with the intro, so I just let you have it.
0: I appreciate that. <laughs> Last week we did a live with the YouTube fam and obviously you you know I love it. I love the live field, the live feel, the live feed, the 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 instant communication and feedback that we get from uh the supporters and the listeners and the viewers and the the watchers, uh all of you who support this everything is we podcast. We once again, we appreciate you because you could use your time any kind of way, but you decide to use some of that time to listen or to watch us. And uh, we don't take that for granted. So like we were saying last week, we, we we're we going to set it up. We're going to have a little bit more of a flow uh, this season. And uh, we wanted to talk you through Things that we, we, uh, have experienced in our lives and have gone through and haven't necessarily been open, uh, to share those things because it's kind of, it's kind of hard to share something like while you're going through it. Facts. But then like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's one of the, the beautiful and mysterious things about faith is like, you don't know. You just have to believe. Yeah. Really. Truly. You just have to believe. And even if it doesn't happen, I I believe that God is still able mm-hmm. in whatever it is that I'm believing him for. Right. Uh, with that being said, we will talk about our journey uh, in the fertility space. Yeah. Um, our fertility journey and, and things that we've encountered uh the links that we've gone or haven't gone conversations we've had uh with each other with friends, things that people have said to us that have just totally shocked us <laughs> I mean just oh boy me me getting books from oh from.
1: Let's just not even get into all of the gifts that we people got. that I have no relationship
0: <laughs> with on how to how to tame your fertility. And just just crazy stuff that has happened to us. Yeah. Um. So, yeah.
1: Um. So. It's funny because I feel like the one of the main reasons I want to do this is because I feel like it's going to be healing for both of us just because for so long it has been like, it's not like it's been a secret. Like we have never made this a secret. Like we've never like tried to keep it a secret. Like we've said before that we want to have kids. We've said that mm-hmm. we have said that we, you know, I mean, we never said like, Y'all, we having sex because we trying to have kids. <laughs> we never made it that obvious. But obviously, you know, we never said, like, we're waiting until, like, we never said that. Like, never. The whole time we've been married, we've never said that we were waiting on anything. Like, ever. we've, we've been pretty transparent about the fact we wanted to have kids. Like, the first, I feel like the first uh, Q&A we did on my YouTube channel, my my Vicky Logan channel, that I don't really be on no more. Um that channel when we first did our first marriage Q&A in our first year of marriage the first question we answered was do you want to have kids? And yet and still every person ever wants to ask over and over again. When do you, are you going to have kids? When do you want to have kids? Do you want them? How many do you want? When do you want to have them? Are you trying to have them now? Are you waiting to have them? Do you want them? Like it's it never stopped. That we we've, we've been married how long we've we been married babe? We've been married for Almost eight, eight years. years. That's crazy. Number one, can we just like take a moment to soak in the fact that we've been making videos about our marriage <laughs> the whole time. And we've been married for almost eight years. We've been together for almost 11 years. I started, we started dating in 2011. So we've been together for over 10 years now. Um, so That's crazy. But... Obviously, at some point during those years, we, you know, we were going to start trying, but we never really like started like trying. We've always been kind of like trying, but not really, but kind of, but not really.
0: Right. It, we weren't like,
1: like the whole time. Oh my God, we're trying. No, never. And we, when we first, um, well, the whole time we've been married, we have not been preventing. So, I mean, technically we've been trying the whole time. Um, we ain't never did nothing to not him. <laughs> <my kid. laughs> right. Like, we have not used any type of protection the whole time we've been married at all. Like, so that should tell you something. Um, but, yeah, um, we've never really been like secretive about it. But at the same time, we haven't really talked about like the effects of not having kids because there's so much that goes into it, which is what we're going to talk about into talk about into. That's what we're going to talk about. What are you doing over there? You're distracting me. Sorry. Carry on. Oh my goodness. Fidgeter. No, um,
0: I, you wouldn't, you wouldn't understand. You're not, a, you're not a whooper.
1: <laughs> so whooping is a thing. Whooping. You wouldn't get it. Um. Anyways. So, Yes, that's what we're going to talk about in this video. Basically, just our whole journey, Um, which started when we walked down the aisle. So (laughs) started when we were younger. You were mine. I don't know. How do we even begin this? Well, when I was a child, I always knew. I don't like people start stuff like that. I always knew I wanted to be a mom. I'm going to just say it like this. okay? I always knew I wanted to have kids at some point, but I never thought about it. Like, I never thought like, oh, one day I'm going to like I never even went I mean just even with marriage and ever, all of this in general I never really pictured myself doing any of these things I just knew that's what I you know at one day I was gonna do it but it was never like a oh like I can't wait until kind of thing for me so it wasn't it wasn't like top of mind but I also didn't think that I would have struggled to have them either which is also what irritated me because it's not like it's not like I didn't want them but it's also not like I really wanted them but because it felt like I couldn't have them then it made me irritated because I'm like well now that I can't have it now I'm upset because I now I wanted more because I can't have it that's always been kind of my mentality because I'm, I'm not the kind of person to be like Force things or, like, have, like, these very concrete goals and desires and go after them. Like, I'm not that type of person. I feel like most people know that about me. Like, I'm not the kind of person to be like, I want this and I need it now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm a what's for me is for me kind of thing. Like, if it's meant to be, it'll happen when it's supposed to happen. I always kind of felt like that. But at the same time, like, for me... I'm because I am like I want to be not that I want to be good at everything, but if I'm going to do something and I know I should be able to do it, I need to I if I can't do it, I'm going to figure out how or like I'm going to be mad because I can't. Does that make sense for I mean, I don't know if you feel this way, but for me, it's like I think most women feel like this when they f- figure out that there's not that something's not right it's like you start feeling like something's wrong with me so i got to figure out how to fix it and for me it's like i didn't i didn't want to it's like you don't know that until you realize something's wrong and then you're like dang something's wrong and then it's like but it's like but why so then it's like you're going through all these thoughts of like why is something wrong so then i'm like trying to backtrack so that's when I didn't realize this until Actually, no. I'm going to backtrack some more. I'm going to backtrack to way before we got married. Take it back. I'm going to take it way back because I actually knew something was wrong. Most of y'all know this because I was I started doing um the health journey videos. When that's that's around the time where I was like, "Oh, taking it seriously." But before then, before we started dating, even when I was in high school, I knew I knew something was kind of off with me already because I wasn't getting a period. Um, I hadn't had one since, like, a real one since I started it. So, like, when I was in middle school and I started my period, after that, I never I never really got them. Um, when I was in high school, I wasn't getting one. And I'd never had cramps. I'd never had any of those type of issues. So I felt like – I mean, I didn't really care because I, I didn't want to be in pain like everybody else was. But I also – that plus the lack of, you know, feminine growth, <laughs> feminine growth being made fun of because I was really skinny, didn't have no booty, didn't have no titty. Um, all of those things kind of contributed to me feeling less than as a woman. Um, like I didn't, guys didn't really like talk to me like that. I mean, they liked me for the most part, but they always used to tell me that I would be more attractive if I had a body, which was very rude, first of all. But anywho, um, but those type of things kind of contributed to, it didn't really lower my self-esteem, but it did like kind of make me feel like, okay, I'm not like the average, you know, I'm not your average Joe. Okay. Um, and it didn't really bother me until we were married. Actually, it didn't bother me. None of that really like came up in my head until we were like a year in, all of our friends are getting pregnant and everybody's like, Oh, y'all next, y'all next, y'all next. And I'm like, I don't think I can get pregnant. And I I felt it because I'm like, I haven't had a period, number one. The whole time we were dating and even after we got married, I never really got one. So I was like, maybe something's not right. And then other things happened. This was 2016. Other things happened that pretty much killed my self-esteem. At that point, I was growing a lot on YouTube and people were starting to attack me more um like just you know in comments and stuff and I just delete them and kind of shrug it off but over time a lot of things people were saying about me were starting to add up and like add on to how I already was feeling because of me in you know high school and stuff and how I was feeling about my body and not being not having a body and feeling like I'm not feminine enough or whatever and then here come the people on YouTube telling me I look like a transgender and you know I like I needed to give my husband a child and blah, 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 like all this kind of stuff. So it like all these comments and then like comments people have made me in real life and all of that is just kind of like compiled and it blew up on me at once. So that year, that was the year I cut all my hair off and was dying it different colors every other month. Um, And I was like really depressed for like six months or so because I'm like, something's wrong with me. And that's when it, that's when it hit me. Um, I don't know when it hit you well you actually didn't know because I never talked to Cam about it I didn't talk to you at all about it I didn't say anything because I didn't feel like it was worth talking about I just felt like well one day it'll happen and I'll be fine but for now I suck <laughs> um, and that's when we had moved into this house we had just moved into this house and it was like I was like dang I want a dog or something because like that's when we got Gigi like that's when all that happened.
0: That year did kind of suck. That year sucked. Not to not to make light of your situation, but like we definitely we moved.
1: Yeah, it was a lot that happened that
0: year. In the the peak of winter, in mm-hmm. the peak of Christmas time, like we moved, we went out of town to go see her family, and then like my mom was like here, like trying to get the movers. <laughs>
1: Y'all, the whole story of us moving into this house is actually a real it shambly like, mess. Legit, That's like, why I can't wait to move out. Because I'm just like, this house is just... It was full it of was It was, it was, was pretty booty from the top.
0: <laughs> it was. It was full of mess.
1: It was messy. Like, it was a messy move. I don't remember anything about it, but... You other, was going but, through hell. Oh, my God. I
0: felt terrible. Oh, my God. Like, you, do y'all do y'all realize... I'm looking into the camera. And, like, do you realize what it's like... When you have over three hundred thousand followers amassed from all your social media sites and a hundred and fifty thousand of those people are like attacking you for stuff like that that we as black people say to each other all the time.
1: I didn't even want to talk about that situation, but I mean that really did it wasn't that that actually I mean it was because that whole situation was just stupid, but
0: on top of other like,
1: I was already drama feeling,
0: sites and stuff.
1: Right, I was already feeling really bad about myself, and so when that hit me, it like, it hit me pretty hard.
0: Yeah, because we moved, or we were moving, while we were out of town, and then we came back. Then it's your birthday. Yep. And then all of this stuff is coming out, and yep. we're in this new house, and we're trying to get acclimated to a new space, new routes new ways yep. dealing with this hell that we going through you not being yourself. Yeah. Then like all, like literally, like you said, like all of our friends are having kids. All of our married friends are having kids at this particular point. Yep. And like at that point we didn't really know. That's why it's like, as you grow and you mature, you get older, you kind of realize like certain things you just probably shouldn't say just because you don't know the, the, You don't know what someone else is going through. You don't know the severity of what people are going through. Yeah. Um. And so it's like something that you may say out of love. Like the first time it would be like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. But then like the second or third time you say it they and you still don't know because they haven't expressed that to you. It's like, man, maybe I shouldn't say that. And that's when, like, that's kind of when I started learning, like, like, you just don't randomly ask a woman, like, oh, when are you going to get pregnant? Girl, you going to get pregnant? Oh, yeah, y'all next. Like, just talking to couple, Like, you have no idea what couples are going through. You have no idea. Especially in the black community. We just make it, like, yeah. like this thing. That's because. And y'all, gonna, y'all not going to like me. I told y'all already in the last episode. We going to say some stuff in this season. Just say it like not it is. Like. Say it like it is. In the African-American community, we are used to having children out of wedlock. Yes. People we get are, pregnant very are, easily. We are used to. Um, having fun as, as some of us say, sinning, as the Christians say, um, um, exploring Sexy. our bodies as new age people say, um, <laughs> uh, uh, just, you know, being free and, and allowing ourselves to experience, uh, our sensuality and our sexuality as whatever, whatever you want to title yourself, right? We're so used to this, but then when, when the literal fruits of our labor. Yeah. And when it's time for that to happen, then it's like, Oh, your fun partner never wanted to have a kid. And now you have this whole human responsibility to raise them, to be a mother to them, to nurture them. And children deserve to have a mother and a father. Like that's what they, that's what, that's what children deserve. Children are a literal gift from God and they deserve to have a healthy environment where they can grow and become model citizens and humans
1: in the earth. Future good person.
0: But black people, we, you know, the majority of us, we just so used to seeing dysfunction and we just so used to, you know, see this is how it's done. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying this like, like I'm black, like I have black family. I have black family members. We I know have come, how this goes. Like I've seen it.
1: Yes, we know how I, this goes.
0: I, you know, I, I, like I would give you like, like examples upon examples. If, if I, if, if I wasn't, you know, if I didn't love my family, <laughs> then you know, didn't want to put them on blast. But like. Like we've seen this over and over again. Yes, we've so had then, we've
1: had to literally watch people get pregnant over and over again. When they didn't want to, they were not trying to, they didn't and they just it just happens for them. Yeah, while we over here trying to do yeah. things the right and way.
0: So and so then like they're like they are looking at us like, Well, you know, they well, they're all not, you gotta they're, do
1: is all you gotta do is lay down and, yeah. and, and and have a sex and then you get pregnant. That's and how you do it. In their head
0: it's like, Well well, what y'all waiting for? And and we've I mean, we've been in the airport. Celebrities that we knew, Celebrities.
1: Like, I don't wanna call them celebrities. Said,
0: says, like, "Hey, yeah, like yeah, Cam. I don't know how long you've been married. Oh, we've been married. I don't know at that time, five years. Man, what you waiting for, Doc?
1: Bro, like you have no idea what people are going through. Like you just don't like. And I feel like in the black community, we we don't really consider like. Well, first of all, we don't talk about it. That's the thing. Yeah, right. We it's don't talk a, about it. Right and Wanda's probably going to talk about this when we, you know, when, if we discuss it with them. But, um, like, she was saying this on, I forget where, on her live the other day. She was talking about how she started her story, telling her story or whatever. And she's like, I didn't see any black people talking about infertility on YouTube. None. Like, we don't talk about it. Nobody in my family has ever told me that they struggled to have a child. I just assumed that everybody got pregnant. Um, my parents had me young. They, I mean, it was easy for them. So I just felt like that's how it was supposed to be. So then here I go trying to, you know, do do what I got to do. And it ain't doing what it's supposed to do. And I'm like, am I the only one that is uh, not having an easy time doing this? Because it seems like everybody else is, is it's a little easy for them. Right. I'm a little confused. and Because I, I ain't never seen nobody talk about it. So I'm just like, well, who do I talk to? Because nobody else seems to have an issue like this. Um, and if they do, they're not talking about it because they feel like me. Like, this is embarrassing. Okay? Like, my body's not doing things it's supposed to do. Um, that's weird. That's suspicious. Uh, and then on top of that, like, I have all this expectation from people to, you know, do some Start a family. And it's, like, not happening. So now I have pressure, which I don't like pressure because then it's like it's like I'm performing for people. So it's like literally like, I, the, like people don't care unless the next step happens. And that's one of the reasons why I kind of slowed down with doing YouTube videos was because I felt like people were literally waiting for me to announce something. Right. All the time. They're like, it's like I don't care about these, this makeup look. Like, when are you going to stop wasting your time and actually do what you should do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's how it felt. I mean, I know not everybody felt like that, but that's what it felt like when people keep asking you over and over again. Like, that's what it feels like. We're waiting. We're waiting. So when are you going to do it? You know, and it's like, I don't want all that pressure. That's a lot of pressure on top of the just natural pressure that my own body is putting on me because I'm. Getting a period now, so like now it's like okay, well at least can I, you know, like now I have the pressure of my own self. It's just that's a lot, but yeah, I think, because um, I was I was trying to I was trying to timeline this. Um, 2016. 2016. That was the Warriors was, also
0: lost in the finals. <laughs> they got robbed. <laughs> that's, what you remember? that's what I was. That's what I was saying. Like I'm not trying to make light of the situation because no, it's like, fine. This was a very serious year, and you it know was. that. That was around the time, you know, not 2016, but like like Kobe had, you know, passed the baton. Yeah. Um, no, that he, was 2016. He retired. That Kobe. was
1: 2016. He retired that year. I did not have no hair. He retired that year. That was the year he retired.
0: Yeah, because 96. I yeah, had, I remember. Yeah, so remember that's the year. My hair was cut off. He passed the baton.
1: I remember everything by my hair being cut off.
0: You know, <laughs> Warriors in the finals. They get robbed. We can have a whole discussion about that.
1: Oh boy! Um, no, we don't. Need to have a like it was just,
0: it was just a funky year. Like I'm saying, like all of our friends, like literally, kids. Yeah. This couple, and then we were also having like this couple friendship issues as well.
1: Couple. We were also having friendship issues as well. Yeah. Um, but um, it, man, that man, was a rough year. 2016. My, that was a rough God. year. And I remember being on vacation. I think we were in Palm Springs. I'm not sure, and um. I just wasn't I was not in a good headspace at all that year. But um, oh, yeah, people you did were headed comment- short here.
0: We took the picture on the mountain. Yes,
1: and people were commenting about my stomach and asking me if I was pregnant. And I made another post basically addressing them, like, Y'all need to leave me alone, like get out of my ovaries, blah, blah, blah. And you were like, Why do you care so much? And like I, I realized I had never talked to you about it. So you didn't know. But like that that was like I feel like that was probably one of the hardest moments because I didn't know how to tell you that I cared because I didn't want to care because it just seems stupid to care so much because 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 normally I don't care about anything so B- normally
0: Vicky don't care what people think
1: I normally don't like care. she'll
0: ask y'all what what shoes should I wear. <laughs> And whichever one has like, uh no, don't wear. It. She's gonna uh, wear those. Like th- she's that kind of person. Like I am. She's she's going to do the opposite normally, of conform.
1: And then and and like I feel like you've kind of at that point we hadn't really gone through anything yet in our marriage for you to see me in a broken right. state. Like I, up until then I was pretty confident. You know, I right. like I'm a really confident person. Like I'm defensive. I'm like, no, what you're not gonna do is you're not gonna. You know what I mean? I, I did. I still hadn't told you anything. I think. Um, until like the end of the year, which I don't know if you want to if you want to tell this story, the the when the prophet came. <laughs> I mean, that's a part of it. It is. So I hadn't said anything to Cam, and I wasn't gonna say anything because I just felt like I didn't want to oh, talk yeah. about it, and I wasn't gonna say. This is how the Lord literally has to force me to do things because I will not like I'm stubborn. I'm not going to. I will hold things in. Until I can hold it no further, um, and he was like, "Bet." So a prophet came to our church, <laughs> and if you if you grew up in church, you know when the prophet comes, you hide, you hide in the back because you don't <laughs> you don't want him to read you for filth in front of everybody. But here's so, the thing:
0: here's the I, I'm not going to say knew. it's a trick. But here's here's what I started doing because like when I. Every year, like, that I got in trouble, like, we would have a private come, and, like, they would call me up to the front, and they would prophesy, <laughs> and it would, like, just be all this stuff, not be crying, because it would be true. See,
1: that never really happened to me. But because- then,
0: like, what I started doing was, number one, I stopped getting in trouble, and then number two, I would, like, I would actually, like, not care and then, like, once I stopped caring, like, they it stopped stop. And that's the thing. You
1: got to not care because because any other time, I'm not thinking about if nothing. Would, you I'm you just like, dang, who he, finna, who he finna, like, who he finna get. You know what I mean? Like, we was just waiting. But this time, when I sat there and he was walking and looking, we made eye contact. And I was like, he about to call me up. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I felt it. I was like, he about to call me up. He about to call me up and i was so mad (laughs) because i'm like dang i already knew i already knew what was gonna happen and i was like if he tell me i'm gonna get pregnant i'm about i'm about to be so mad and then he said it and i was just like dang now i gotta fall out um (laughs) because i didn't want anybody to know that like it was so irritating but anyways Um, basically this is how I know Jesus is real. If, I mean, if you ever had one of these Jesus is real moments, this is how you know Jesus is real because he called me up. I never met this man ever in my life. He don't know nothing about me. He called me up and he basically read me for filth, um, in front of everybody, the whole church, uh, and basically said, you are struggling. And like, he went into like my whole anatomy I don't remember what he said because I blanked out after that. But then he was basically like, you know, you feel, you've been feeling less than a woman. Like, you've been doubting yourself. You've been trying. And, like, it hasn't been working. And, like, at that point, but he said I was going to get pregnant. This is what he said. He said I was going to get pregnant. Um, it's going to be a miracle, blah, blah, blah. Um, and that was in 2016. So that was a long time ago. Um, but that was the first time anybody ever knew anything so like cam
0: and I, yeah i felt like you felt some kind of way because like
1: like like
0: our friends parents were there our friends parents were like.
1: there cam's parents saw it they were there um pretty much everybody at the church at that point knew all my business and but what i think i feel like the hardest part was just you knowing at that point because you didn't know so like it low key, I felt like it kind of put you on blast. Not really, because nobody knew that you didn't know. But it's just like you, like dang, like what just happened?
0: No, it didn't. It didn't necessarily put me on blast. Like I just, I just was like, like you're my wife. You know what I'm right. saying like, so right. if I, if I see you in a state that I've never seen you
1: before, it never seen right because I'm pretty sure that's the first time you ever seen me like really cry, right? Bro, like I'm, I'm like, fell on the bro, ground and I'm, I'm crying. like, I'm
0: really concerned, not for selfish reasons, like, oh my God, she hasn't, oh, I'm like, man, you good, like, I, I was finna get on the floor with you and cry, because I'm like, man, she's crying, like, this is, like, this is not a flu, and because it it I ain't never seen you cry like that in, like, we in church. In you know public, we, I didn't want to. We grew up in church.
1: I didn't want, trust me, I crying did not want to cry in church.
0: Crying in <laughs> church for us is not like a.
1: As a preacher's kid, crying in church. We don't do that. In front of the whole church. We do not care. Right. But as a preacher's kid, if you start crying in front of the whole church, it's a big deal. because They're like, dang, what happened? You know what I mean? Like, it's like monumental. That's like a, that's not, it's like if yo, it's like if Beyonce start crying or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's like somebody famous starts crying about something and you're like, wow, like they're really sad. It's like when Will Smith start crying in the Fresh Prince and like he was like, why don't he love me, man? That's how it. That's how it feels.
0: <laughs> you can't. You can't use a show because I, I. I. just. I shows don't bring any emotion out of me.
1: You didn't feel anything when when not Will's dad left.
0: Not at all. But
1: And he started crying. Uncle feels arms? babe. That's the most monumental moment in TV history. I you understand. didn't. You didn't feel anything. I,
0: not a. Not a thing.
1: Oh my gosh. Um. Okay. Anywho. But like I'm
0: saying, like. I felt for you.
1: It was very embarrassing because it was very embarrassing.
0: The only the only time I felt I started feeling and getting kind of angry with church people it was after that, and frustrated with God is after that. Yep. After months,
1: and and years, and then a year, <laughs> and then another year,
0: and then years.
1: And then, what year is this now?
0: And now we're in 2021. We're
1: at, that was how at many years ago? the end of
0: 2021. That was in 2016. That
1: was five years ago. Um, No, it's, it's almost, almost six years ago.
0: And it's like.
1: Okay, so he said it. So, uh. Okay.
0: <laughs> and it still hasn't happened yet. And I understand spiritual warfare. Guys. I get it. Trust me. I, I understand all of that. I, I know. should have
1: did a preface before y'all comment and leave any suggestions. And that's OK. Y'all can't comment. Advice.
0: Comment. No, like, you can
1: comment. But I'm just do saying, all, do
0: all of the things we, we've heard. But all, we, the, all the, we know.
1: We know if you're if you're going to leave a comment <laughs> with a suggestion or anything like that. We know
0: this this uh, this video is not for you to give us your remedies and, no. and your suggestions and it's also and,
1: not it's also not um I don't want a pity party and this is one of the reasons why I didn't want to do this I didn't want a pity party I didn't want people to feel bad for me I don't want you to feel like you have to type out a whole long prayer and feel I don't want y'all to do that <laughs> like please don't feel bad for us never
0: now, now, now we will pray, say this if but, you feel absolutely positively led by God and His precious Holy Spirit. If if you feel led, sure, hit us up, hit me up in the hit DM. Cam don't, up, don't, don't hit do, her don't up. Don't hit me up. She at don't, this point, she's at this point. I a, don't. She yeah. Hit at this point, up.
1: I don't want to hear it anymore.
0: Only nah. if it's God. If it's not God, I, and I read it, and I'm like, oh, this is all flesh or foolishness. You know, send
1: it to Cam. Even if you're you have because I at this point I'm very selective about who I want to pray for me, who I want to talk about this with. Just because it's overwhelming. Even even the positivity is overwhelming. Positive reinforcement. And that's what I wanted to talk about, moving past, you know, the the struggle year and then going into all that has happened after that. And it's like even positivity, even like the trying to be positive, trying to encourage me, giving me books, giving me plaques, giving me giving pictures, me books. Giving me money for my children's college fund, giving me I mean all of the all of that is great, but at the same time, it when you're not in a good space, that's not I don't want that stuff. Like you know what I mean? Like I I get it. I get where the heart is at. I get I get that people are, are want us to be you know, to feel better about it or whatever, but there's literally nothing you can do to take away the actual feelings. So to me, it's just like you just keep reminding me that I'm not able to have children like you know what I mean like telling me oh it's gonna be okay I want to pray for you blah 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 that doesn't make me feel better it makes me feel worse it makes me feel like a a charity case you know what I mean and I never wanted that from I was already getting that at church from everybody at church so um I mean I've, I've already had people touch my stomach and pray for me and you no, know, I don't I don't want any more of that but then to have it happen on the internet too I absolutely did not want that At all. Because I don't want the opinions. I don't want people to make me feel like, I don't know, worse about the situation. But I also didn't want people to continue to remind me of it. You know what I mean? And I understand, like, being an encouragement is important. And people need to hear our story and all of that. But at the same time, that's a lot of responsibility when you're still going through it. You know what I mean? Because it's like, not only do I have to deal with my own emotions, but now I got to deal with everybody else's emotions coming at me too. Like, that's a lot. So that's why it took us so long to get to this point to even talk about it, because I needed to make sure I was in a good space mentally to even discuss it with people, like to even like let people know is a lot for me. Um, I'm finally I feel like I'm, I'm finally at the space now where I'm like, child, please. I, I'm i content, you know, um, but prior to no a couple of years ago, if I would have tried to talk about this on the Internet. And like just one comment would have sent me off and I would have deleted all my social media and never got back on ever again. So, I mean, the fact that I'm here right now is Jesus (laughs) because I was this close to delete my whole YouTube channel. You hear me? Um, It's a it's a it's a miracle. It's still up. But um, yeah, like after after everybody found out, that's when I feel like it got harder because prior to that, it was just me fighting by myself. You know what I mean? But now it's like everybody fighting with me. And for some reason, that made it so much harder for me. Before it was just like, okay, maybe it's kind of all in my head. There's nothing confirmed. You know, it could just be I'm thinking too hard. You know what I mean? Like maybe I'm just like, maybe I just need to eat more. Maybe I just need to, because before 2017 even started, I had, during 2016 when I was feeling this way, I did go to the OBGYN and have an ultrasound done. I had them check, you know, my ovaries and do all of that stuff. I had a blood test done. I had, every, I had them check pretty much everything that they could check based on their, oh, whatever they have there at the, at the doctor's office. Um, and so I had them, and they said, when I tell you they said everything was fine, there was nothing. Like, no cysts, no PCOS, none of that. Like, they were just like, no, you're fine. You probably just need to eat a little bit more. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, all right, maybe I just need to eat more. So I tried eating more. It wasn't really working. So I'm like, okay. But then
0: Because I never understood that because I know people smaller than you. That have gotten that pregnant. pregnant. So, so gotten I'm gotten pregnant. like, that doesn't make any
1: sense. And so I'm just trying to put two and two together because I'm like, I mean, I know people who are not healthy. Who, I mean, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going through the list trying to figure out what, how could it be, be nothing? How could it be nothing? I mean, there's people who've gotten their tubes tied and had babies. Like, all, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's not, it's not like just, I don't know. Anyway. So I was like, all right. Um, clearly something is off because I asked him, I'm like, yo, I still haven't had a period. Um, <laughs> so like, please, could you let me know if anything is, is wrong? Like what's, what's going on? And they didn't. They didn't have any answers for me. They just said I need to eat more. That's it. That didn't work. So, um, in 2017, that's when I was like, um, well, I had told my dad about what happened, and he was like, okay, I've been I've been talking to this doctor, blah blah blah. And that's when he introduced me to Dr. Janine. And um, so I got her number. We talked, and within a month of talking to her, I got my period back. And so we had started working on my health and stuff. And that's when I made the health journey videos. And I was like, all right, so I'm going to chronicle, chronic, That's Chronic is that the word I was trying to say? Chronicle? I'm going to chronicle this. I'm going to uh, document this. <laughs> I was trying to use a big word. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to document this um, because I feel like there's going to be a testimony out of this at some point. So I might as well start doing it now. So I started chronicling that's the word. That's a that's, that's a word that works for that. Um, I started documenting my health journey. I started feeling better. You know, first of all, can we just talk about the fact that I part of my anxiety and depression came from me not even being physically healthy? Because gut health has a lot to do with your anxiety and depression. If you didn't know that what you eat can actually make you depressed. Um, but uh, getting my health in order. Helped out a lot. I started kind of, you know, trying to work out and get my body right and stuff. I started getting a little thick. And I'm like, okay, look at me. Um, You know, claps for me on that one because I thought I did something. Um, But, yes, that was actually, like, really therapeutic for me. Uh, Also, we got Gigi, so that helped too. Shout out to Gigi. Um, But it was very therapeutic for me to start, like, getting my health in order and stuff. And um, that year, I don't know if i still don't know to this day i i don't know but i i think i got pregnant that year actually
0: where when
1: it was like in august um and of, i remember when i made a i made a health update video and i of talked about year? it of 2017 i made a health update video and i talked about it um i i had missed a period and i was feeling weird but it was only lasted for like Two, I, it was only like two weeks or so, like two or three weeks, and then I got my period back, but it was really, really heavy, and then I went to the doctor um, because I was like, I think I may have had an early, early miscarriage, and so they were like, we're going to check your levels, blah, 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 but then the next day, I went to New York, so I didn't get to go to the doctor until after I came back, so by the time I went to the doctor, they said everything was fine. So I'm still not sure if that's what happened. But I wasn't sad because I felt like, okay, at least I know my body is doing something. I felt like we were on the right track. You know what I mean? Um, So I wasn't sad about it. I didn't think too much of it. I still to this day don't know if that's what it was. It could have been. But, you know, when I was talking to my doctor about it, she was like, a lot of women don't know this, but it's very, very common to have early miscarriages and think it's a missed period, but it was a miscarriage. And most people don't know that. And see, these are the things that you just don't know. Unless you ask or talk to somebody about it. But it's very common. And like, it's very, I don't have the stats in front of me. I probably should have had the stats in front of me. But it's very common for women to have miscarriages. And it's very common for women to go through infertility. And so I started learning these things that year because, you know, obviously I'm like working on my body and stuff and learning more about my body. But also at around that time, that's when we learned about, when was KJ born? 2017 he was born in 2017 so that same year a few months after when we found out jennifer was pregnant she reached out to me and because yeah she was pregnant with kj she reached out to me earlier that year in 2017 right after i started going to get my health checked and stuff um well not going but like i had all my labs done mm-hmm. and um learned about my uh, mint tissue minerals and learned that i was literally depleted like had no nutrients in my body at all. Um, so that's why I kind of, you know, started eating more and stuff. But anyways, um, when I started doing all of that, she reached out to me because she was there. And she saw what happened. And she was like, I feel for you, blah, blah, blah. She was pregnant. Um, and so she, like, kind of, like, helped me with that. So that was the first time anybody had ever talked to me about infertility with, with her. Um, and most of y'all who, who watch Life with the Logans probably y'all knew who, or know who Jennifer is. But um, she was very instrumental in helping me through that, that um, phase of my life. And I, that's why I'm so grateful for people, and that's why we wanted to continue to talk about why relationships are so important because they really helped us through that because they were the first people in our group of, like, in our tribe, in our you know, group right. who had actually opened up about infertility or whatever. They actually, they're actually the only ones we knew who were going through it. Right. Um, so that's when we started talking to them. Um, about it and like just KJ being a whole miracle and all that, that was like just so timely. Um, and it really like changed my perspective on how, like how faith works. I feel like that's when I really started learning more about the faith I didn't have. (laughs) Cause you know, you think you have faith until you need it. You think you have faith until you actually have to use it uh and then you're like dang wait well I didn't know I ain't had that much I don't got that much faith hold on a minute Jesus let me figure out what this really means because like it didn't hit like it didn't it didn't click for me until then and I'm like oh this is what faith looks like knowing something is gonna happen but it ain't happened yeah and you don't know when it's gonna happen, so you just have to like believe that it's gonna happen like I have to like literally believe that this man came to this church and told me my whole business in front of everybody, and now I'm actually gonna get pregnant like I have to believe all of that in order for it to work, yep, and at the time, it just didn't make sense to me like I don't know like it just it was so going through all of that was so like weird because it was the first time I ever really had to like have faith for something. You know what I'm saying? Cause like everything else up until then, I was kind of going off my my grandparents, and my parents' prayers. <laughs> and I never really needed to have my own. Um and so that's when I kind of learned how to how to have faith. But also like it really helped me to become more vulnerable and open up. Um because I, you know, never really expressed my emotions about much before. So that was my first time having to really do that. Um, and then I feel like after 2017, I started getting a lot better. Um, as far as like, as far as like being more vulnerable and open, not necessarily my feelings because I was still going through a lot of emotional changes. Um, number one, because my hormones were changing, which was weird. Um, because obviously I'm working on my hormones, trying to get them right. I'm taking supplements. I have my period now. Now that's when I started making all them vagina videos. (laughs) on my main channel because i'm like i do have to figure out how to be a whole woman now because now i my hips start spreading my my boobs start filling out a little bit i'm like whoa well hold on wait a minute where did all this come from i was i was like what okay look at me y'all see these little hips i was shook okay um but it came with a lot and i was still learning myself and like that was a very pivotal moment in my life i'm like jeez louise who am i even Um, I had a little existential crisis for a second and like it just, I feel like there was a lot of weight and pressure still on me. So that was also around the time when you, I think you were ordained in 2017 too. No, I was ordained in
0: 2015.
1: Oh, that was 2015. Just kidding. Well, maybe some, I don't know. I just felt like ministry stuff started picking up around that time too. I'm not sure.
0: We started going like our, the youth event started going crazy then. That's Probably.
1: I don't know. But I just remember I just remember that started kind of days,
0: 2017, eighteen. Twenty
1: eighteen was really hard year for me too. That summer was very difficult for me. I was depressed again. Um about a number of things. It's just like after that, like I said last episode, a bomb went off. And like it was like one one thing I was learning, I learned something new about myself every year after that. And it stems, it started with the fertility thing, but then all these emotions that I never knew I had just start coming out all at once. It's like Pandora's box. Like, all of it just, like, and I'm like, who, who is that? Who am I? What's going on? I, I mean, it was just, it was really strange. But I was learning myself. Um, But at the same time, it was very difficult because, let me know if I'm talking too much, um, because I want you to give your side too. But, It was very difficult for me just because I was also on the internet and um, I feel like that wasn't helping because I was so, I was literally still vlogging my whole life. You know, we were vlogging a lot and it just felt like even though nobody really knew what I was going through, it, it still felt like I wasn't sharing so much of me because of that. Does that make sense? Like there was a lot that I was trying to hold back and I couldn't. I felt like I wasn't, I wasn't being my full self, if that makes sense. Um, and it just felt like I wasn't growing. So I was like, I need time, and I need, I need time to just really deal with me. And it wasn't until 2020 when the lockdown, the pandemic, the panoramic happened, and we were literally forced to sit down and think about things. And I remember sitting in this corner, looking out that window pretty much every day, just like going through all them emotions and like just letting it all go. Um, I stopped making YouTube videos for the most part, Um, stopped really vlogging like that. And I was like, I'm just going to sit here and we're just going to deal with me because I was like, you're about to turn 30. It hit me that you're about to turn 30. And I'm like, we still ain't had no kid yet. This dude said we was about to have a baby. And we still ain't had it. He' about to be thirty. He said he wanted to have kids before we were thirty, and we're here, and it's still and it and just like I'm like, I don't want to be. I remember telling you I was like I I don't want you to feel like I don't want you to feel disappointed because it hasn't happened yet. Um, and like I was just like I we I need to really like let this go because I can't. Like, I can't hold this anymore. It just wasn't working. I'm like, there's, I just don't like feeling like this. It's just like, feels so sad. I don't know. Like, it, it wasn't even that we couldn't have the kid. It's like, it's like, it's just, it's just like you have these expectations of how you want things to go. And then you're disappointed when it's not going that way. And I don't know, like sitting in here and just thinking about all of the emotional like I was like walking around this house like there are so many moments where we've been here you probably didn't even know but like I'd be like in my closet crying or like just like I there's like I look at places in this house and I'm like dang like I was really sad like I was really going through it and I'm like I need to let all this go like I can't so that's when I was like you know what I want to move all my stuff out of this room we're gonna start the podcast like just switch it up just get all this negative energy, just let it go. Cause I don't like this. I didn't like being like that no more. And I was just tired of feeling that way. So I just made up in my mind. I'm like, you know what? It's okay. We're gonna be all right. And I was like, Yeah, it's gonna be all right. I'm gonna just let it go. And that's and, and the pandemic made me realize that. It's like what matters most is peace. And I need that peace. And I didn't have it because I hadn't fully gave it to God, like fully, fully, fully. I kind of gave him pieces, but never really like let it fully go. You know what I mean?
0: You hadn't turned it over to the Lord so he could work it out.
1: I hadn't. And I was trying to control, I was trying to control my emotions. I'm a control, I have a lot of control issues. And I feel like if I can't control something and it's out of my control, it's bad. So my feelings, I felt like they were bad. Like I can't have feelings because they're they're out of control and I don't know how to control them. So I don't want to, I don't want to have them. So I'm not gonna show them and I'm not gonna talk about them. But that wasn't working. So it's like, bruh, you gotta let it go. You know? Um also in 2020 was when I got close to Wanda. And she helped me through those emotions too. I think communities really, and then we met Tia and Manny. You know, it's just...
0: At the beginning of 2020.
1: We met... Actually, we met Wanda and Lowe in 2019 when they were in Barbados. I, that's when I met Wanda. Well, that's when we started talking, for real, for real. We were following each other before then, but...
0: Wait, when did we first... We went to L.A. for something.
1: We went to L.A. Um, I had an event in L.A. with RPG Shaw. So that
0: was around... That was around, we had a work-cation. like, the end of the year, 2019. We had a
1: workation in Atlanta. I got my hair done. And then we flew to dye.
0: L.A., and kicked it for a couple of days. Yes, but and that's I, when we met Wanda. And that's when we physically met Wanda and
1: Low. Yes, but I start talking to Wanda for real, for real, when they were in Barbados in like earlier that year, like in the spring or something.
0: Um, right. So I'm I'm going through my timeline. So then we met Wanda and Low. Fall 2019. Yeah. Then 2020 arrives. Right before all hell breaks loose. We're in <laughs> the Dominican. We're in the DR. No, Punta Cana. Punta Cana. Yeah, yeah D- DR. Punta Cana. And That was a good trip. This guy just starts, like, reaching out to me. And he's super cool. And, like, for what I do in, in ministry space, like, he's definitely someone that, like, you want to be connected to. And I'm like, bro, like. This dude is just reaching out to me and like hit me up. So I'm reaching, you know, I, you know me, I'm Cam. So I'm, yeah, bro, yeah, man, dog. And like he just starts like being super transparent with me, and I'm just like, bro, like I don't even know you like that. Turns out it's Manny Harango, <laughs> and Manny and Tia were going through their entire fertility journey. Yep, and. I guess they had got inspired cuz Wanda Cause reached, Wanda out, reached to Tia. out to
1: Tia. Yep.
0: And it this, this is why I'm telling this is why I'm telling y'all like I I 100% believe I I started the show saying this. I don't know what's going to happen. But I didn't get to say this part. I 100% believe that us even talking about this to our 16,000 plus subscribers and our 5,000 plus daily, like the 5,000 that's consistent. <laughs> Come on. There's this power in that Jesus fed to 5,000. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Get to your point. Come on now.
1: Two fish point. and five loaves. Get to your point.
0: Uh, so the 5,000 of you that watch this on a consistent and regular basis, like I don't know what's going to happen, but I truly believe that something is going to happen.
1: I believe that there is a lot of power in transparency Yeah. Um, because not just pertaining to this, but in anything, I always say that the devil likes to hide in secrecy. Um, anytime that you keep something a secret. The earth got waves. Okay. All right. Um, yeah.
0: Anytime you keep something.
1: The secret. Secrets is, it allows for, it, it's easier for the devil to put thoughts in your head and make you feel terrible, guilt, shame, and disappointment um, because it's a secret. When it's out and you are transparent and open about it and you share with somebody that you can confide in or whatever, um, when you share those things, it's way easier for you to break free from it Yep. because now it's out in the open and it's not a secret anymore. Now somebody else can pray for you or whatever. But also it's just, it's freeing for you to just talk about it and be honest about it. You know what I'm saying? That's the, the whole reason why I could even do this right now is because I've been open and transparent with other people about it because other people have encouraged me and I've seen other people go through the same thing and be successful. You know what I'm saying? And get a miracle out of it. And it's so crazy to me. Let me tell you why it's so crazy. It's so crazy to me. How I'm going through this, right? Prior to this, never heard anybody else talk about it. Prior to me, like, actually telling you, well, you finding out and all this stuff. Never heard anybody else talk about it. Never seen anybody else talk about it. And it's kind of like the thing where, like, if you get a car and you see that that car car everywhere, it feels like that. But also, at the same time, I know this is different, okay? Because while it is common for women to go through fertility issues, it's becoming more and more common because of the earth not being what it used to be. I mean, if we're going to really be real about it, there are uh, thousands of things that are disrupting your hormones every single day that we're not in, like we're not as common 10, 20, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, it's a lot easier for women to have issues nowadays. Cause there's just, it is. Um, but I did not see anybody, anybody talking about this until I realized I was going through it. And then Desi made her video on YouTube, and she started made her made her whole series about infertility. And then, like some of the people that I've watched for, I I mean, I I I was watching these people for. I watched Nicole Guerrero for ten years, and and would have never, I never would have thought I'd see I'd hear her talk about miscarriages. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Farah Dukai. Like, I mean, like it's just like it started becoming more real and more common which is so weird to me. Like how just randomly like people are like, Oh yeah, I went through that too. Oh yeah. I went through that. It's like the transparency opened up like a new world to me of people who go through the same thing. And it's like, you're not alone. It's crazy. It's like all these people start telling us, Oh girl. Yeah. I went through that too. Like this happened to me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, mom, like, I don't want to say that. Maybe she don't want her business out there, but I mean, people in my family were like, oh yeah, I had a struggle. I struggled having kids. I'm like, well, why aren't you how come you ain't saying nothing to me? (laughs) Like you should have been said that. Yeah. Um, but it's like when you open the door for transparency, other people become more transparent with you. And then like it it creates a safe space of an environment for you to be more open and like then it you release some of that guilt and feeling like you're alone and feeling like it's just you and feeling like you're weird like something's wrong with you you know what I mean when it becomes more normal not normal but more common um you don't feel as alone you know what I'm saying um and that was one of the first things Jennifer told me to do she was like you need to like join a support group um I didn't join the support group because over time people just start coming out and talking to me about it but so that was helpful to me but had I not had that there are support groups out there. So if you do need somebody to talk to you and you don't have anybody close to you or whatever, support groups, um, help a lot. Also coloring, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, like it's just so weird to me how like all these people just came out of nowhere, out of nowhere, right at the right time too, because all of our, um, when we, our, our friend group before, The ones that we were, you know, showing on Life with the Logans, like all of our friends that we would hang out with on Life with the Logans and stuff. Most of y'all know we went to all their baby showers and we showed all their baby showers. We were showing y'all the gender reveals and, like, celebrating them. And that's great. No shade to them at all. We love everybody. Um, But literally all of our friends were getting pregnant back to back to back to back to back. And it felt like we were the only ones who couldn't get pregnant. Right. And... After, like, the 17th baby shower, it was just, like, dang, like, bruh, this is difficult. I don't want to go to any more of these baby showers. <laughs> I don't want to buy nobody else baby a gift. I want my own baby gifts. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's, like I said, no shade to them. It's just, that's hard. That's very hard. It's very difficult. And so I've, it just, like, was the perfect timing that we started getting friends who were going through the same things we were going through and could understand and knew how to, you know, knew how it was, knew what it felt like, you know what I mean? Um, it was just nice to have that because before it really felt like we was, like like we was the only ones. I and
0: always say, I always say that this is, and this is, this is, this is why, you know, I know some of you that may be watching, some of you that may, you know, um, be uh, have had bad experience with the church, whatever, whatever. I'm sorry that you gone that you went through that. I'm sorry that you had to experience that. But I know, for me, I've been on missions trips out of the country. Uh, I've I've seen miracles like with my with my own two eyes. I've been in the room. I've been in the building. We know God is real. I've seen people have a true hunger and desire. For the real Jesus, not this culturalized, culturalized Jesus, not this, this Jesus that we made up to fit the American culture, Western culture. No, 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 no. I have seen the real authentic Jesus. I have seen real hunger from people who don't have nothing, but they just want a real encounter. They need a miracle. They need a breakthrough. I've seen it with my own two eyes. I've experienced God in my own life, tangibly, physically, like I've I've just seen him move. And every time I'm going through something, every time we've gone through something as a couple, as a family, like God has literally put people in our lives that have gone through that, are going through that, are coming out of that.
1: Yep. Every time,
0: every single time,
1: every single time,
0: every single time Mm -hmm. we didn't search for them. We didn't seek them out. We didn't. Cause I am we the most Get anti- on Facebook and started GoFundMe to help us pay for our miracle. I'm not, and I'm not saying that if you do that, that's wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I know that my God, He always provides. He always provides a way for us when it seems like legit, like, oh man, ain't nobody going through what we going through. That's why we posted the clip that we did. You are not the only one going through what you've gone through. Yeah, you're not the only one. So don't don't let the enemy like beat you up, beat you up, and and slap you upside your with your, your head own thoughts and make you feel guilt, shame, and disappointment because
1: you think you're the only one. You're not. He be using your own thoughts that you be thinking, and that's why it be feeling so real because it's like you be like people make the devil seem like he just be like making stuff up, like he just gonna come in here and tell you, oh, you're gonna die in seven days. Like no, the devil don't do that. The devil's gonna use whatever thoughts you were already thinking. Stuff that you're already privy to, like your own like struggles, he'll use that. The stuff that you already prone to do. So like if you already beat yourself up, he gonna make you beat yourself up even more, and then keep it to yourself. And that's why I be trying to tell y'all, y'all can't keep secrets. If you're in a marriage, you cannot keep secrets from your spouse. You cannot. You can't hold things in, hold things back. You have to tell them. You have to tell them, because when you keep it in, it's way easier. For the devil to come in and be like, Yeah, yeah you can't tell them that. Because if you tell them that, they're gonna leave you. They gonna, you know what I mean? It's that's so that's that's foul. It's foul play. Um, but you're vulnerable. And when you're vulnerable in your week, that's when they that's when you attack. So you gotta be aware that your thoughts may not be right. Your feelings are not always right. You're not alone, right? You're not. We're literally just sitting here telling you this. You're not alone. Um you not I alone.
0: I couldn't I couldn't like not do it.
1: You had to do it. One of the other things that I learned from this was I I I had to give you space too because I was making it not that I was making it all about me, but I felt like it was all me. Um and I and it was just me. Like I'm alone. Like I didn't bring you in. And it wasn't until 2020 when I was finally like, oh shoot. Maybe maybe Cam needs help too. You know what I'm saying? And that's when I suggested that we you, you start going to the doctor and stuff and like getting checked out and everything. Cause I never really thought about actually no, it wasn't then, it was when we didn't want to go to that baby shower. <laughs> that's what I realized. Oh, it was it
0: was when I didn't.
1: You didn't want to go. I didn't want to go either. But you,
0: but but you had I mean you had really wanted to go to some of the other ones. Let's be real. I mean, yes, but let's be But clear. when it
1: when you said you didn't want to go, then it really hit me. And I'm like, oh, shoot, like, this is affecting him, too. And I didn't even think about how it was affecting you mentally.
0: I mean, I let's be real. Like, baby showers really aim for, it. like, I mean, they're really not fun. are going to be it real. Fun for us. It's not fun for them.
1: Like, it's really not fun for me. Either. Honestly, truly, I, I don't. I do really good with the games, though. And then good some the of the games. ones that
0: I went to, you know, they asked me to take pictures, and you know, it's like okay. Now, now I'm going through pictures, right? So when I felt like I didn't want to go anymore, it was because I was I didn't realize it until looking back on it, in hindsight is twenty twenty. I was about to turn thirty. Yeah. My parents had me at thirty and thirty one. Yeah, twenty nine and thirty. My mom was twenty nine, dad was thirty, and I had always said that I wanted to have kids before 30. I turned 30.
1: You did say that. I because
0: that. my dad is much older than you. Not, not really. Like by today's standards. Yeah. But like in like traditional standards, not, I mean, not really. He's 30 years older than me. I mean, but yeah, like but he, my mom
1: he, is 20 years older than me. So that the, the my age dad, gap, like he just kind
0: of stopped like playing with me,
1: <laughs>
0: like playing ball. And like, he stopped like kind of being active with me. And I was like, yeah like, if he was a little bit younger, like we would have had more of that more time. time, yeah, you know, and so I always just felt like I wanted to to beat that age, you know what I'm saying, yeah, you know, especially we got married at twenty three twenty two right it's like or twenty three technically i mean i twenty one
1: I couldn't really feel like that because my parents had me way younger, so I'd yeah, like-
0: but we're not talking about them. <laughs> Um,
1: <laughs> but that was a part of it too. I did feel like a failure because my mom had me so easily.
0: Just because she had you young doesn't mean it was easy.
1: Are you kidding me? My parents were only together for a year. Okay. Like that. That's easy. Whatever.
0: Comparison kills.
1: It does. I had to stop comparing myself to my mom. Let's start there. Cause I was definitely doing that.
0: Comparison kills. And parents, you got to stop comparing yo yourself to, to your, your kids. Because exactly. y'all ain't the same.
1: They, we not we not the same. Message. We not the same. <laughs> I'm glad you knew exactly what button it was. You pressed it really hard.
0: Because I know. I was confident in that one.
1: But I'm sorry. I cut you off. Go ahead.
0: As you continue to do. I'm sorry. But they won't talk about that. They'll just talk about when I cut you off.
1: Okay, stop. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> um, but Yeah, I was about to turn 30. And I'm like, dang, like... I want to have a baby shower for me and my wife for our child. Right, baby, like I'm out. Like, don't invite me to no baby shower. Like, even now, and my heart is like, I'm I'm good again. But don't invite me to no baby shower. Nah,
1: no, I just don't want to go. There's if you now. got more than
0: one, don't invite me.
1: Yeah, like I said, because I'm 30, now I'm
0: now I'm talking about you
1: after after the baby shower and the baby sprinkle. It's just a drop, Bruh. It's the 17th child you've had.
0: Stop having baby showers.
1: You have to have a baby shower for you.
0: <laughs> so I was feeling that. Then I started kind of opening up to my dad. And then I started having other conversations with brothers that, that were like, hit me up like, hey, bro, like, you good? Like, I know, blah, blah, blah. And then they started telling me. I was like, bro, I ain't even know. Like, why you ain't say nothing? You they, know what I'm saying? They don't never
1: like, say nothing until you tell them that. And then now, you, now y'all together.
0: And you don't know <laughs> that we put the emphasis and the focus on the woman yeah who may be the problem right but i mean it's two of us so there's a 50-50 chance that that it
1: could be <laughs> It could be you <laughs> or it could be both i mean
0: and so when she suggested she was like hey you know i want you to you know get to the, go to the doctor blah 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 you know at this particular time like i'm i'm going to the gym i'm playing ball like i'm like what do you mean like i'm i'm healthy like in the back of my head i'm like i'm good what you but I'm like, all right, you know, let me go to this little doctor, whatever, whatever. <laughs> <He's> Entertain. <laughs> let me, you know what I'm saying? Let me go to this little doctor. Come to find out, like, there are things that, that's stressing me out that affect my body, that affect my testosterone levels, that, you know what I'm saying? So, like, fellas, like, don't, if, if you are newly married and y'all are experiencing infertility, don't think it's, it's your wife. Don't just be looking at her. Could like, be you. What's What's wrong? I didn't. I didn't sow the seed. I should. <laughs> I should be re- reaping a harvest. <laughs> get Get yourself checked out, fellas. Get yourself checked out. And so, you know, from from what was that? It was my first doctor's appointment, twenty nineteen, to twenty
1: twenty.
0: From twenty twenty. My stress levels way up. Uh, and Dr. Jean, she can have more technical terms. We should try to get her on. Oh, here. we should have her on. Yeah, that would be fun. That'd be, that'd be super dope.
1: That would be fun. She's so smart. I love her.
0: She put me on a um a, a supplemental regimen regimen. That's why you know I was posting it and I was like, "Oh, Cam, man, tell me which ones you take." Like, bro, no, <laughs> <laughs> because the this is tailored. It's to It's very me. specific. Like, it's tailored literally to very, my body. I went specific. through many tests. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, you know, it, everyone's body needs something different because all of our bodies are different. Yes. And so she put me through this regimen, went back for our year checkup check or whatever, and everything is up. Level yeah. All levels are up. Yeah. So it's like, man, like.
1: Cam ain't get sick one time last year. When I I tell
0: you, ever since I've gone to doctors, he did not get
1: COVID, he did not get sick. He ain't, he ain't got nothing. I have
0: not gotten sick now. The only time I did get sick is because I was doing too much and my body literally just was like, Negro, sit down.
1: (laughs) No, and that was literally
0: one day. It was one Sunday. I couldn't go to, yeah, it was this year. I didn't go to church. I stayed in the bed. I took my supplements, took my Z packs. And then literally good. the next day, I was fine. <laughs> My body literally was like, you just need to sit down. Yeah, you're doing too much. Sleep and shut he up. I was trying
1: to wake up at 5 a.m. and play golf every day and <laughs> travel. And it was a lot.
0: Yeah, I was traveling. I was playing basketball. Waking up really early. You
1: were, you, were, you were a little you're excited. It's okay. Energizer bunny. Yeah. But um.
0: But yeah. So ever since then, like, body has been great. My performance has been great. Um, and so, man, like. Explain this performance? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like it'll be a good conversation between my brother, the and I to have like uh, on the pod and just talk about, you know, the male perspective with you all. Um, but to really dive into the male perspective, because. There's just so many unknowns. There's so many things that you just, you don't know. So many things you get hit upside the head with. Um, and so many ways that we as husbands have to literally be the first line of defense and the first line of support. Because, like, folks are crazy. Listen, when and I tell folks you. folks will literally, like,
1: I'm so, girl, day- when you're
0: going when you're gonna do this girl when you're gonna get pregnant what you need to do is this and it's like
1: bro i'm working every day i'm depressed i didn't know you had all the answers man it's been rough when i tell you it was rough it was it's like because at one point it felt like every time i uploaded a picture or anything like y'all when i tell you i was literally having to edit and I was editing i was, I gonna was say that. editing my she was body editing her
0: stomach i'm like what In every doing? picture, I don't want people to ask. I'm like, I was at
1: because I, I've. What are you talking? Because about? I learned that I have a pelvic tilt, and Cam was so annoyed with me saying pelvic tilt. But I had learned I, I had a
0: pelvic no, tilt. I didn't. I didn't have a problem with you saying pelvic tilt. I had a problem with you saying anterior pelvic tilt
1: <laughs> because that's what it is. It's an anterior pelvic tilt. So basically, y'all know how like some of so us. She was start black folks looking at this the how way I stand. stand. Because you got one too. But basically, like, it's when your core is not strong enough to hold your body in an upright position to stand straight up. So then your body does that slanty thing where your booty is sticking out, but your stomach also sticks out too. So, you like, you got booty do. And then basically what that does is it weakens your core muscles. And that's also not good because that also can affect your sexual performance. But at the same time, what happens is it just looks like your stomach is big for no reason. And like you got a fupa, but you don't have a fupa. So, like... I was out here standing wrong because I have bad posture because of my anterior pelvic tilt, which I think is because I have flat feet and like it was making me look pregnant all the time. So then people would like see me in pictures. They'd be like, Oh my God, Vicky's pregnant. Look, Oh my gosh, look at her stomach. And I'm like, well, i got to stop stomach watching because number one, I'm not. And number two, I'm struggling. So please stop it. Cause you're making it worse. You know what I'm saying? So then I started editing my stomach. And so when I look back on some of those pictures from like, 2016 2017 that's not my body (laughs) it is my body just not in the stomach area the stomach has been edited um and it's so sad because I look back and I deleted the originals too because I didn't want to be reminded um and it's like though like I just remember like I can't upload this picture because I gotta edit it because I don't want people to like point out that I have a protrusion yeah it's it was rough it was rough but we made it through I made it through. That's all that matters. I feel like right now I'm in a very good space, very very good space, because I feel like one, I am very, I am very appreciative. I am actually glad we went through this, which sounds absolutely crazy to say, but I'm glad that we don't have kids right now. I'm glad we don't have kids right now. Number one, because I want to get a new house and I want to be, you know, not obviously you can't be prepared, but you can at least you know, have things set up so that you can be successful. Um, we've had time to work on ourselves. We've had time to work on our finances. We've had time to really build this business up so that we have more than enough money for whatever we need. Um, we won't be struggling. I mean, all of that, but also we've had time to get to know each other. We've had time to travel. We've had time to like really develop our relationship so that we're really strong. So that we, when we do have kids, we're, we're solid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, so
0: that, that just made me think. I was going to say, sorry to cut you off, but I'm not sorry. Um, that just made me think about how so many people would, like, come up to me and be like, man, Cam, I just love how you and Vicky waited to have kids before y'all started. Oh, my
1: God. They they do be saying that. Like, I love how y'all just waited. And I just be
0: like, yeah, Yeah, man, we you, did. You know, yeah, We man. did. We hey, waited. You got to wait, bro. And I just... <laughs> Just go with it, cause like I'm not gonna give you. I'm not gonna give you the
1: whole spiel, but yes, it's funny when people say that. Like I just love how y'all just travel the world, and girl, wait as long as you can because once the kids come, things change. And I'm just like, yep, Mm -hmm. you are absolutely right. You are absolutely right. I want to insert memes so bad. I probably should start doing that because I be saying memes all the time. Y'all probably don't even catch them, but um, but yeah, I am appreciative. I feel like. There obviously there's a reason that we're going through this, but I also feel like um, it's made me a lot stronger of a person. I've learned a lot about myself. Um, And, you know, I'm still learning a lot about myself, still learning you know, how to deal with myself. (laughs) Um, But at the same time, I'm when I tell you I look back on some of those videos that I recorded. And this is why this is also another reason why I haven't got back on YouTube fully yet, because I'm. (sighs) It's triggering. Honestly, it really is. It's very triggering for me um, because I was a totally different person and I was going through so much when I was really doing YouTube heavily. And, like, looking back on those videos, I'm like, I feel so bad for her. Like, she's so sad. Like, look at her. Y'all don't see it. Y'all see just Vicky talking about her hair, makeup, clothes, whatever. Um, And y'all enjoy the content. But I was depressed when I tell you. Um, So watching that stuff back, even, like, some of the vlogs, I just be like, I remember that day. Like, I remember that. I remember. And it's just be like, wow, I'm so grateful. I'm not in that space anymore, but I also really like myself way more than I did back then. Cause geez, Louise, I was underweight and sad and underweight and overwhelmed. Hey. Very much. So, hey. and I'm just so like, I love us. Honestly, truly. I mm-hmm. love us like way more now. Obviously I love you, I love you more every year and I love us more every year. But because we've gone through this, I feel like we together we're such a we've really come into our ourselves. You know, like come into our own. Um and I don't think we would have had that had we not gone through this. I'm proud of us. We did that. Great marriage for life. I'm glad we'd waited to do this now because this is way more positive than I ever thought this video would be. <laughs> uh, and that's that.
0: See, the reason why I, you may feel like, and some people may feel like I didn't speak, speak as much. Like I felt like just seeing you. I told you, you this was therapy for me. Seeing you be that open and talk that much. I was like, why? I'm Like I'm sitting up here like you go girl. Nah, You proud of me? I'm proud of you.
1: huh. Okay, now I'm going to cry. I don't
0: want to cry. Oh, for real, like, for you to be able to get on here, like, after all that you've gone through, for real, like, for real, for real, like, the stuff, man, like, 20, like, recapping on 2016, 2016 was trash.
1: It was trash, like, really bad.
0: 2016 was was trash.
1: It's really bad.
0: And, like, to see, like, where we are now, like, mentally. Spiritually, emotionally, like we're two emotionally mature people. God has literally blessed our house, like literally, like in a pandemic, like increase. And that's not bragging uh, or being, you know, braggadocious, braggadocious. Once again, I'm not talking about your experience, what you've gone through. I'm just talking about me and our life, and my life, and how I've seen God literally show up. Man, I'm proud of you, babe. You're you. You killing it. we killing it. People are being impacted by, you know, our openness, our transparency, us, like, having the conversation. Yeah. Sparking the conversation. Talking about things that people necessary, wouldn't necessarily talk about. People, you know, treating us, you know, kind of differently in different circles and things of that sort because, you know, it's like, hey, I wouldn't move like that. Hey, man, everybody's not going to understand the assignment that God put on your life. And that's cool. Like, I used to not be cool because I'm a people person, so I want to please people. Now I'm preaching. And it's like, once you... Once you get comfortable, when I turned thirty, so many things shifted for me. I just became so comfortable in who God, like, man, I can't really, wait to feel that really called me to I be. I Kind of feel it though. <laughs> I
1: ain't gonna lie. And it's like,
0: bro, like, <laughs> I feel thirty. Man, you are not like some of the people that I love and respect. You you not with it? I'm sorry, but like this is what God is calling me to do. People thought Noah was crazy for building the they ark. They never seen they one talked of about before. Him
1: for years, they talked about him.
0: But now they look back on the archives.
1: Oh, come on!
0: And they're like, "Man, that was good." Dude really knows God. So that's all. That's that's all I'm gonna say before I really like before I really really <laughs> hook these hoop triggers up and go in. So, man, we we appreciate y'all. This is this has been therapeutic. This has been ministry. This has been freeing. This is like a release.
1: Man, it took me so long. Whoo, I. I I've been holding all that in for so long and I thought I was going to get on here and and just be really because at one point I did want to do a video like this just so I could vent. And it would have been really bad because I would have probably just went off on everybody.
0: (laughs) It would have been all flesh. It would
1: have been all flesh. Nobody would have been helped. It would have been no positivity. (laughs) It would have just been I'm sick of this. I'm tired of these MFing snakes on this MFing plane.
0: (laughs) okay samuel jackson
1: (laughs) that's what it would have been it would have been that and i'm glad i didn't do it at that point in my life because it would have been that it would have been vicky after dark and i would have just went in my god because i had there were moments man it's a grieving process you go through okay grieving you can grieve something that has not happened yeah and it was a grieving process happening and you know when you grieve there's different stages the angry stage. It was a long angry stage. All right, we gonna go. We gonna we gonna close this out.
0: We are gonna close this out, man. Now my Thank nose, you guys now for my nose running. those of you that have been rocking with us.
1: Like, I mean, for real, we would see y'all shout in out, the comments. Shout out to the people going in, the in on people. Shout and out we to like the people hey to y'all,
0: like no, they like I would always I would always give people the benefit of the doubt, even though my friend my brother DJ Hines said ain't no benefit in doubting. I would always give people the benefit of the doubt. Say you must be new here. And people thought I was being facetious. No, like legit, I just would I just would think like you must be new. Like, oh the, you don't know. They don't But know. y'all would be uh that is disrespectful and y'all yeah. would be rebuking people spiritually. Yeah. So I'd be like, Man, we yeah. Hey. And then
1: I have to come I in and that. break it up because like I don't want people to come on my page and think this is like You're gonna get
0: beat up. You gonna get beat before, up. <laughs> right. You know
1: what I mean? I don't wanna cause an issue. I don't wanna make right. it a scene. because um, even that is overwhelming. So, you know. Is but but shout out to y'all though. Shout out For to y'all.
0: Appreciate we pre- y'all. We appreciate that y'all some real ones, and you deserve some claps. <laughs> you deserve an applause. Right. I so appreciate we appreciate it. you guys. I got a
1: lot of a lot of thug aunties up in here. You know right. what I'm saying? I ain't mad at it. Right. So
0: hey, once uh, baby Logan, you know, once once they arrive, That sounds weird to say, but okay, it's going to happen.
1: I know it's going to happen, but it still sounds weird. Is there are some things that are not gonna be. There's some things that are not gonna change. It's always gonna be weird for me to have a whole child. Like it's weird for my friends who have children; they still look at their kid like, "Be like, where you came from?" Because I, right? Well, how did you get here? That's still gonna be weird for me, even after it's a whole miracle and everything. I'm still gonna be like, "How did this happen?" <laughs> like, yeah, what? This is me, me yeah. doing this, really? Um, so just be prepared for weirdness because it's gonna be weird. Gonna but be weird, um, but. yeah,
0: it's gonna be weird. One day, we
1: don't know when, but one day, you know?
0: Yep. So, hey, love y'all. Thank y'all. Once again, y'all can find us on every podcast platform there is. Also hit us up on Patreon. Everything is we. If you want to join the Patreon family, you want to subscribe, you want to support us, feel free. We're not gonna stop you. We're <laughs> not gonna stop you. We're not gonna we stop. stop you. we not gonna block your blessing. Appreciate the love, to support. Uh, YouTube, Patreon, Anchor, Instagram, everything is we. We're not on Facebook, we're not on Twitter. Follow us on TikTok. We don't have everything as we TikTok, but follow us respectively. Perspectively. Perspectively. Respectively.
1: Respectively.
0: I was but gonna you, get I was gonna get it right.
1: You should only say respectively when you've already given what's respective which is our names
0: respectfully. (laughs) So, uh, Hey man, checking in, checking out. We love y'all. Peace.